everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. If you're going through hell, keep going. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? I am BPA, Belgian-style pale ale. That's what you're drinking? Yep. That's also how I am. I'm just the same. I, I didn't know if it stand it for, like, stand it for. I didn't know if it stood for, like, better, perfect, awesome. To guess. Like, you guessed it. <laughs> That's it? From now on, I'm just going to say, how are you, Andrew? BPA. Uh, BPA. Better, Better perfect, perfect awesome. awesome. Done. Well, looks like that's going to be a thing now. <laughs> what are you drinking, Matt? Oh, by the way, tweet, hashtag BPA. Mm. <laughs> right? I am <laughs> drinking Flying Fish Oktoberfish. Uh, because Flying Fish, the wonderful people over at Flying Fish in Somerdale, New Jersey, sent me a half a case of beer that included this wonderful... That was nice of them. It was very nice of them. I'm very, you know... Uh, hey, look. I've Who been, got them to send you all that beer? You know what? It just came magically. Wow. Just the good people over at Flying Fish were like, you know what? We really like these guys, and we're going to send him a case of beer. It's on their own like yeah, that. It, That's it, was, pretty... it came from no one else. That was just, It was just their, out of the kindness of their hearts. You must be a special snowflake. Out of the kindness of their mash tons. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. And I'm drinking beer. It got me to drink beer. Happy? You go. Are you happy now? <laughs> the only way to get Matt to drink beer is to have it delivered physically to his place. Yeah, and for free. <laughs> if it's free, it's for me. That's my motto. Hashtag. <laughs> Don't I hate your hashtags. Uh, so, uh, speaking of... None of that. Today's catchphrase is, if you're going through hell, keep going. And that was sent in by at Freda Chiptasips. And I'm going to spell that because I'm going to. It's at F-R-E-T-E-C-H-T-I-P-S. We sound like Ethiopians. I assume that's not. Is that, do you know what that means? I don't know what it means. I think it's a dirty phrase. Just well, it could be. Uh, so send us God. You know what? I've had so much caffeine today. I have no idea. I drank a cup of coffee this morning, which doesn't sound like a lot. But mm. then I had a giant vanilla. No, sorry, a giant uh, chai latte from Starbucks. And oh my god, I love chai. Too. They're so I'm good. Sorry. It's like oh literally drinking like the tastiest sugary uh, whatever. It's, you know what? To me, it's like drinking autumn. It's just swallowing mm. all of the foliage and the goodness that autumn brings, the cool, crisp air, the fire, the warmth. It's the... like deep-throating and then swallowing autumn. Is that what you said? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, our catchphrase, <laughs> you, can se- you can send in your catchphrases to our Twitter account. It's at Money Matters, man. And let's... Uh, Ignore the joke you just made and go through to our actual topic <laughs> it was today. really good. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Get any gum? <laughs> We're going to talk today about how not to be affected by other people's financial decisions. So what do we mean by this? I mean, uh, when you when we go to Starbucks and you buy your chai tea, um, maybe I don't have to buy, my, buy a chai tea. You know, I just watch you buy a chai tea and drink it. Now, I want to... We, we had an episode about peer pressure spending, did we not? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Are you here today? Are, we, are, you, are you okay? Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't remember if we did one on that. 
Yeah, I'm going to look it up real quick because I don't want this to be about peer pressure spending because I don't think that's what we're... I, 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 no, no, no. I, I think the thing is, I, I just said chai tea because you were talking about that. You're... You have a, a house. We did not. We did not. We did not do one about peer pressure spending. By the way, I thought we did. All right, but we could have talked about it anyway. Yeah, no, oh, it's good. We haven't talked about it because that's kind of where show. I want to. Yeah, I'm saying like, dude, you're you're friends with your neighbor. You know, you hang out all the time, or you bullshit, and uh, he he drives in one day and he's got a brand new Beamer, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you still got your uh, shitty Honda Civic or your. Prius from whatever and it beeps when it backs up and shit and you're like super jealous right because now he is like I guess better than you right and so what stops you from going out and getting the the BMW but with better rims to one up him you know what what just keeps you away from buying the BMW or 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 one upping one upping the people around you financially or maybe it's not even one upping them maybe it's just uh, keeping pace. Like keeping up with the Joneses. You know, okay, keeping up with the Joneses, but I think that was like such an old phrase. I think now it's more like a subconscious thing where like people are buying cars, you know, and they're buying BMWs. You're not necessarily competing with them, but you're now like also subconscious. And now you're buying an Audi, not a BMW. Because, sure. You know. Right. No, I know what you mean. But it's funny because – I think back to my days as marketing in the pool industry, and one of uh, the reasons that we had come up with as to why people people buy in-ground pools is to impress their neighbors, hmm. right? Or because their neighbor bought a pool, and now they want a pool, so they'll buy a bigger pool. So we actually like engineered marketing strategies towards this. Or did that, at least did that tra- work? Well, it, it you know some of the stuff is hard to test, so I don't know. But hmm. it was you know we sat in a room. And basically try to come up with uh, every – what's the reasons people buy pools? Like just whatever, any – just brainstorming. And that was a big reason. And I know, you know, you, just like, you know, you have a, a neighbor that has an in-ground pool and the kids are always going over there. And it's like, well, you know, I want an in-ground pool for my backyard because my neighbor Bill is like – I would get all. Like, That's yeah. great. The kids are going over there. Yeah, there's that, there's that too. Uh, but that – so that was one of the reasons we used is we were using like this jealousy factor – as a as a sales technique, as a marketing technique, I could just imagine a flyer like "Keep the kids at your house." Well, you know, I was pool. well. I never actually went through with this idea, but one of the ideas I had was like a, you know, if you were to do it in a magazine or or a commercial or whatever, and you could, you know, you'd visualize the guy, you know, just like chilling out by his pool. He's got a super hot wife, and they're both floating in the middle of the pool. And like you just see the fence, you know, where the pool is. You just see the neighbor like creeping his eyes over. And you know, don't be that guy. Basically, you know, be the be the cool neighbor with the pool and the super hot wife, and you know that imagery of your neighbors being jealous of of what you have. And it happens in that order, right? First, you get the pool, then you get the super hot wife. Well, I mean, there's you know, there's the hot tub thing too. We had that, you know, buy a hot tub, get laid. <laughs> this is pretty much, you know, or or you know, one of the reasons uh, we sell hot tubs is for romance, right? Even though no one likes to sell so, based on so, that. So, th- so there we go. How do we get people to resist the asshole marketing that Matt comes <laughs> <up>? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's – you know, that's – it works. I well, what is, the, what is the antithesis, the, the antidote to your, uh, to your marketing tactics? You know what it is. What, what, keep, what is like the logic or, or the emotions in your head to make you fight that flyer, fight – 
looking out your window at your neighbor's pool and instead growing a fucking garden or just letting it be all weeds or whatever, you know? I mean, I have an answer or what I would do if it were me. What would you? And, yeah, I, and we've we, talked about this before. And it's building these uh, habits or building these ideas in your head of who you are as an individual, right? So I wanted to quit smoking. So I just owned the fact that I am not a smoker. I don't smoke. How do you apply this to a car? Say, I mean, just as an example, it, yeah. or, or a pool. Well, I can like, give it. I am not a swimmer, or I hate water. I mean, how do you? Uh... No, it's not. I wouldn't apply it to specific objects. I would, I would apply it to who you are as a person and how you are affected by other people, right? So the idea is, I'm not. Like, I don't need to be better than my neighbor or my friend. I don't need to have the things that they have because but, I am. But it's not I always that. And it's, yeah, I but think I don't. It's almost a, uh, the keeping with the Jones. That thing is like more archaic i don't think that's... whatever it doesn't matter we can call it whatever. it's it's because the marketing and the subliminal message of uh Fuck you'll that. have a hot wife or you'll get laid no or... just that you have to be you have to own the fact that you're the person who ignore like i'm the person who doesn't get suckered in by mark like look i don't get suckered in by marketing because i'm a marketing director right i see through the bullshit right right so and you know you if you sit down and watch the the the, the evening news you just see commercials for boner pills mostly Right. And no, I'm just saying that there's just ignore, like you have to be above it and you have to say to yourself, like, I am above it. I am above this style of marketing. Yes. You can, you can honestly watch an old spice commercial and go, that's hilarious. It's great. You know, I'm going to buy old spice just because it's on my mind, but you be, be be aware of that. You know, be aware that that's being sold to you. There's other deodorants and and body sprays out there if you want. Here's the thing is when you're going to buy something, right? Yeah, you're not consciously aware that you're being marketed to. And I would even go so far as to say that you're like so far in the other direction in that you are so confident that you're not being swayed by an Old Spice commercial. And you're pretty damn sure that it was your decision to buy. I know it just so happened that was the only deodorant you've ever seen in right, your but face. Just, I'm so saying, you it, I'm saying but, be aware of that, though. And, so and I'm not even saying – that's just marketing. Look, we don't have to go down that road because that's a long – psychological road to go down the idea it's you know and so is this i guess but the title is how not to be affected by other people's financial decisions here's what we haven't talked about we're not saying that those financial decisions are bad right Mm. so your financial decision could be to invest in apple should i follow that it's up to you well don't you think that's a good like lead by example sort of don't you think that I should follow? You know, let's say we – all right, give you an example. We talk about Betterment a lot on the show, mm. right? It's something that we both uh, do, right? right? That's our financial decisions. And we've, so, uh, and we've affected people's financial decisions based on that. Right. And that's for the, and that's for the better. But, but you, know, you know what happens differently? And maybe I'm tainted because I'm, I'm behind the mic for Listen Money Matters. But we also spend an enormous amount of time talking about – the, the pieces that comprise why Better Moon be good, sure. hoping that, you know, we suggest this thing, but that they're making their own informed decisions. But it's not so much that the BMW commercial or your buddy who has a BMW is going to teach you about cars and be like, well, I really like the BMW, but, I mean, this is how they work. All right, we're going down a weird path there. Um, let's go back to the title. Let's re- repeat the title again. How not to be affected by other people's financial decisions. Mm. Okay. 
So we are you? I was trying to dig something out of you. I mean, what do you want to dig out of me? Uh, what your approach would be beyond um, telling yourself that like you're you're better than being marketed to. I guess I'm saying that I I think that's full of shit. I don't, not like full of shit, but I don't think that's actually people don't. I think there's something better. Yes, yeah, you have saying. to. No, some people are are going to be susceptible to things like that, right? And it's just it's a matter of just becoming more aware of it. If anything, this is it. Just just goes for pretty much anything. Becoming aware of what you eat will you know help you lose weight, or becoming aware of uh, what you drink will help you to stop drinking, or being aware of whatever the case. I mean, it's not for everything, but just a general you know idea. Being aware that. The, of the jealousy that rises in you when your neighbor comes home with a brand new BMW. It's okay to, you know. To, to see, okay, I, I, I'm going to, I see it differently. Okay. I, I think that um, when I see my neighbor drive home with a BMW, the, for the first thing that I think is like, that guy is paying a lot of money for a car that when I go to the mall, I see like 50 BMWs. Okay. Right? So the guy you, you is You're using the BMW example a lot, which is fine. We can go down that road. My, my parents have a BMW. Uh, it's an awesome car. I, it's great. You know, but I think but you're it's against an cars. So this is automatically the worst example for you. All right. So, uh, you know what I mean? How about this? Apartments. Let's do apartments. Like a like okay. condo. Mm -hmm. what, all right. You have a friend who makes more money than you. Okay. Maybe or maybe not. You don't know. But uh, that person moves into and buys a brand new condo in your town, but it's way nicer than yours. Mm -hmm. How does that affect I, you? I have a good friend who has an apartment that's way nicer than mine. All right. Has that, has that influenced you in what you've done and how you thought of the purchase that you've made and, and what you've done with it? So, uh, I mean, to be perfectly honest, when I first saw it, I mean, I Jealousy. was like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's what everyone would feel. And then I think... What I remind myself is I think the most dangerous thing is to compete with others because I think the single person you should really compete with is yourself. And I guess I wind up reminding myself that I have a plan in place that I've been meticulously executing on. And, you know, if I wanted to get this ridiculous place, I could now, but it would be not in the plan that I have. And I could get it in 10 years, but I will be in such like a, a much more better spot. Mm -hmm. I would rather wait and do it properly and not be like strapped than have it now and then struggle. I, I guess maybe, you know, maybe it comes down. I'm a lazy guy, actually, and I really don't want to struggle. And I think a lot of it comes down to that is I know if I locked in a, a mortgage payment, it was like $3,000 a month or something obscene. I would then have to go to work every day. I would not have a choice. I would be I would become like enslaved. I would rather have my expenses so minimum where I could just like walk away and say like fuck you and you know. All right, well let's assume all right, and here's the thing, I want to go on this too, but let's assume that he makes more than you. Mm -hmm. Right? right? And that's not strapped for him. He just has a better life than you. Mm -hmm. How do you how that's going to affect you? You're going to let it affect you. What, because he makes more than me? No. But I'm saying, like, to him, he has a nicer place. 
So I'll tell you what happens because I actually have a friend who has an amazing – he owns a, a brownstone building and he, he has like a first and second floor and it's super nice. And yeah. So what happens is Laura and I just go over a lot mm-hmm. for dinner and drinks and we just hang there. And, it, you know, we get a bottle of wine we bring it, but then we don't have to have it at our place. Like it's – you know, it's uh, – the drinks – we bring the drinks, they, they bring the place. But are you affected by that? Um – no, I'm I'm not. I I would like a big place, but I, I'm far I'm far removed from. I, I guess I can't see myself in the place. You know. Okay. I, here's what I wanted to bring up was, if you find yourself in a situation where you are you feel like you're be, being jealous of someone else's wealth or what they own, the things that they have, right? Mm. Remember that you don't know the entire story. And in fact, use this as mm-hmm. a comforting level if you need to. Use this as a fake, like create your own story, right? So here's what I do. A uh, friend of mine, let's say his name is Joe, whatever. Mm. And Joe, uh, I don't know anything about his financial situation. All I know is that he's driving a brand new BMW, right? Does he have like a podcast? No, he doesn't. No, we're not talking about Joe from Stacking Benjamins. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just using uh, just a general, you know, Joe. Look, John Doe, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And this guy is a friend of mine. He's he's got a super nice place. He's just. He, it looks like to me he's got it all, right? And me, mm-hmm. if I weren't who I was at this current stage, maybe I was this, you know, two years ago. I would be jealous. I would look at I would look at John Joe, whatever the fuck, and say, "Man, I wish I you know I wish I had the money like Joe. I wish I could do these things like Joe." And it turns out, and and I you can take comfort in this fact of not knowing what his true financial situation is. Maybe that dude has a negative net worth. Maybe he is mm. just maybe he's just paying for that, and he's got a shitload of credit card debt. You know, maybe and you don't know this, and it's not he's like taking sh- money from his future self. Yeah, and it's not like you can go up to him and ask that. Like, don't go up and say like, "Well." what's your net worth then you know that's that's just petty and stupid you know i I read like a lot of stuff about like startups and because we're doing listen my matters thing and and they had this one thing i thought was really interesting and it's like when you look at your competition i think it's the same in the scenario when you look at your friend or whatever Mm -hmm. and you see them and what you see is you know if it's the person they've taken the best parts of them yes i'm saying you, you see the the pr version of them like the public front sure but when you go home you see yourself naked in the mirror with all of your flaws and your issues. Well, not me, but I understand what you're saying. I mean, you're perfect. Of course. We know that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, obviously. But I mean, I think you the gist where it's like it's it's from the beginning it is immediately an unfair comparison and you're doing yourself a disjustice, disservice, whatever, because you're not seeing the same parts of him that you see of yourself. Here's the thing, though. When 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 you I I feel like when you first came up with this title or however you came up with this, the thought was how do you deal with the fact that your neighbor drives home in a BMW and you don't have one, right? That was like as shallow as that thought went. When really, this is a much deeper topic because well, to be perfectly honest, this was from a listener. Email. Okay, uh, still, yeah. here's the thing that and maybe that and maybe that was their you know thought process. Like how do I you know my neighbor has bought it built a brand new in-ground pool in his backyard and I don't have one. How do I deal with that? How do I not be affected by that? But but that's that's one thing. That's material possessions, right? Mm. If you're not a material materialistic person, then you're not going to be affected by that. I I, I could I used to be, but I have I'm a not better and tougher one, dude. 
Well, so well, well, I'm not uh, finished my thought yet. Okay, so you're gonna your let me finish my thought, and then we'll move on to your thought. Hmm. But my but the other there's a there's a flip side to this coin. Yes, because, Dad. Yeah, there are good <laughs> financial decisions that you should be affected by when your friends or your neighbors or whoever are you know putting away 10% of their income into investments or paying themselves first or doing, or, you know, like managing their credit cards correctly. And they're, and this is something that you could see from the driveway, which you can't, but let's say you were at a dinner party and he was telling you about that. And you're, and you're looking at this guy's financial decisions. You're going, this guy's got his shit together. I want to be like that. I want to have my shit together too. So there's a flip side to this, you know, being affected by people's financial. I like that with the whole like social taboo thing where you just, instead you just, you talk about, the behind the curtain numbers and you know maybe the dude who has the bmw and the ingram pool whatever actually he's then jealous feels shamed sells his car whatever cleans his act up and then he could thank you for like reforming him right but i'm saying the financial decisions of other people really should not have any effect so, on your life here's the thing though is I, I actually think the bmw situation is a, is an easier situation to to dodge I think the tougher. I mean, it's a one, shallow situation. It's, it's the tougher, dude. The tougher and the more uh, like frequent one. I think is you're hanging out with your friends, and uh, someone's like, "Let's go out to eat," and you don't say anything. So now apparently everyone's going out to eat, and then someone suggests this restaurant, and then it's a very expensive restaurant, and then you're like, "Well, I don't want to be the the party pooper or whatever." So you go along, and then you buy this dinner that's five times the amount that you were willing to pay. Well, that's your stupid fault. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously it's your stupid fault, but I think uh, maybe well, that's we that's can... peer pressure spending now. That's sort of a hey, different... isn't that the same thing? I guess yeah, we can we can roll it into that because uh, look, this happens a lot to me. So it uh, happens a lot to me too. I okay. mean, I think I'm actually in the cause sometimes. Yeah, I would admit, I would say so for sure. Right. Mm. So yeah, you you have a bunch of friends. You have that one. You know, every all your friends have good jobs or whatever the case may be, and you're the one friend who is maybe has a good job too, but is trying to save their money to get out of debt or something. Right. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, we're going to this like high end steakhouse. You want to go? You don't want to be the guy that says like, mm, I'm saving up for my credit card debt, even though you should. <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? But I know that that thought goes through your head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. Fine. So you go. Well. They're all ordering lobster dinners. And if you order the salad, that's also going to make it look stupid. Mm. It, but that's all in your head. <laughs> it's all in your head. Like, that's, it, that's what you think everyone's every, – you think everyone around the table is going to be judging you for that when they're, they don't give a shit. They only care about themselves everyone and the lobster dinner that's in front of them. Everyone's so focused on themselves. Yeah. No one really And you know what? It's you one, enough, and here's the so. thing. It's one night. One, it's not going to haunt you for the rest of your life if you just get a salad or if you don't go. It, it's not, it's not, you're not, not going to, li- oh, they're like, hey, Matt, you want to go? Th- oh, wait, no, Matt can't go to this restaurant. He's, he's declined it two years ago. What a, <laughs> what a dick. You know, like, y- that's not going to happen. They're going to literally go, they're going to have dinner and they're going to completely forget that you were ever going to come or you didn't go or whatever. Again, they don't give a shit, right? It's just, and that's the thing. I do, I deal with this. I deal with this a lot and there's I, so I, how do you deal with it dude i mean do you just say no and then it's just that's it like yeah, or, or I what just, is you know the, what it is i don't it's it's not money right that's not what and i and i think it's easier if you're doing it over like they're texting you and you haven't been the, you're not arrived yet but if you're all together physically there sure you know it's about values that's bottom line this all comes down to values right mm. you need to sit down with yourself 
and decide what the fuck is important to you. What do you, do you value lobster dinners with your friends? If you do, go do that. If you don't, don't do that. If you value owning a BMW and that's what you decided in your brain that that's what you value, great. There are other things that you're not, you don't value. You might not, you, like you might value a very comfortable ride to work, but you might not value lobster dinners, okay? So mm. I'm not saying you should not go and buy a BMW, but just pick the one. Like don't force yourself to do things you don't want to do. That's the bottom. That's, that's I think, is the thing. Is like, hey, uh, I don't want to go to that steakhouse. I hate it. But all my friends are like, we're all going. I'm like, well, okay, well, have fun because that place sucks. Or, or I don't want to do that. Just, right. just, just do that. That's, that's, and if you are comfortable with believing in what, you, what your values are and what you think, are, think is important in life, then just do that, right? And, and I would say that is the value of video games right there. I would turn down stuff literally not because whatever. I was like, I actually just want to play video games. And right who's – By look, myself. Look, here's what's going to – all right. That's a – I'm so glad you brought that up because here's where, here's where we differ, right? I'm the peer pressure guy. If, if I said to you, hey, Andrew, a bunch of us are going out to this like awesome club. Oh, my God. I don't know why I used that. We're all going to this awesome club. If you said club, I would be like, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, it's $15 – well, here. This is perfect then. We're all going to this club. It's $15 beer night. There's going to be like – all these awesome people there, whatever, where, however I sell it to you. You want to go? And in your head, you're like, first, I don't, first, I hate clubs. Second, I'd rather play video games. How do you, how do, what do you say to me? I, I guess I've inadvertently uh, built up so many excuses that are legitimate because I, I fill my time with, like, so, for example, Listen Money Matters. Like, my, my good friends will, like, message me, like, oh, you want to hang on? I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm in the middle of coding this thing for Listen Money Matters. Like, I'm just, like, really in it. I, I really just want to do this now. But, yeah. re- but really, you're playing video games. And I'll play video because, games, too. I'll sure. Both, but, but you don't, you're not, you don't, here's the thing. You don't want to tell your friends, like, I won't, uh, I won't say that I'm ditching you to play video games. Right. That's pretty right. Good, but. Is it, though? That's my point. If well, that's I mean, dude, if look, it's like here's your what you, friend realizes that he doesn't com- he can't doesn't compare against Skyrim. It's not what it's not that. It's not look, here's what you can here's how I would approach this. As I would say, "Hey man, uh thank you for the invite. Uh not really my style. Uh I have uh some other things I'd like to do, so uh but have fun without me." That's mm. it. You don't have to go into the detail about it. Less is more in this case, right? Same with dinner, same with any kind of peer pressure spending. It's if it's going somewhere or like, "Hey, we're all getting jet skis." You want to buy a jet ski? Like, uh, you know what? No, I have some other things that I'm saving up for. I'm, I'm going traveling or whatever. Thing. Like, I'd rather do that. But thank you for the offer. That's no it. No one will fault you for that. No, especially when you have you just you don't even have to have an excuse. It's not really an excuse. It's like, hey, I don't, I, I don't. Honest. Look, yeah, yeah, I don't value those things. Uh, not something I want. But thank you for inviting me, or thank you for uh, offering this opportunity to me. And you don't have to say it as business and professional as that. But that's really the, that's the bottom line, right? And it's mm. just that's it's that simple. You know, and, and just look, like I said, if you can, if you're comfortable with yourself and what you value, uh, then you know exactly what you want and don't want. And no one's going to let, and just be that person who won't let anyone affect what they want. That's it. Right. You're not going to tell me what I don't want. If I don't want to do something, I'm going to let you know, I don't want to do it or I don't want to buy it or I don't want to whatever. Just to up the ante slightly. Right. Now what is what if so it's one thing if it's your friend and he's like calling or texting you or whatever. What if it's your like wife or significant other? You have to be open. You have to have communication. Say, honey, that's just not something I value. That's something so I you don't. So you call want. you call your girls, honey. Sure. 
<laughs> honey. <laughs> no, that was the first thing you said. Butter muffin, honey. whatever. <laughs> Cookie monster. Sure. It's no, but I, it's the idea of like, look, let's sit down, let's let's discuss this, let's come to an agreement. Uh, that's that's really, and I and this, I'm not one to talk about that. I'm not a relationship expert. I don't. I'm not married. You know, it, and I've never had to deal with money and relationships really. So you know, especially when lucky. it's well, especially when it's shared money. I, I haven't had to do that. But it, I I would hope that uh, when that day comes for me, that line of communication will be open, and we'll say. Hey, I really want to get a new couch for the living room. Honey. Well, I think the honey, I think the couch we have is fine. Well, here's what you know: you just you go through open communication. Let's weigh out the pros and cons, and you know, come to an agreement together. There, there's no peer pressure there. I mean, I guess there would be, but there's you ha- there, again. That's give and take. There's a there's 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 comp- not compromise, but there's you, you know, know. I'll tell you. I'll give you an example of something really really stupid in that realm because uh, so we we have we used to sleep with two pillows, and I, I liked with. I mean, like I had one pillow. This is going to be stupid. I already I feel it. And uh, then we had to get two pillows each, so it was like you know pillow inflation. Sure. And then, then the pillows are like too flat or something, and we need to go. And it's just you, you had know, inflatable pillows, pillows. No, but you know when you lay on them, lay on them, and they get. You know Def- when you thrash in the middle of the night. Yeah, and deflated. you're just constantly. I don't own those pillows. My pillows have lasted for uh, six years. I bought. <laughs> All right, we we know about your fancy pillows. I bought top of the line pillows. Anyways, yeah, but I just I I stonewalled the pillows. You hmm. said no. I don't want more pillows. Yeah, like we we don't deserve new pillows yet, and then, I mean pillows are like twenty bucks, whatever. And I only am like a cheap dude, but, but sometimes you don't value it's just pillows. like the, yeah, it's just like the principle sometimes. All right, I mean, maybe you just got to practice saying no a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of power in saying no. And yeah. uh, look, here's here's how I want to wrap it up: how not to be affected by other people's financial decisions if they're making financial decisions that. Are like you know whatever it's buying the BMW or you know frivolous spending. If if we're gonna, that's really what I think uh, the listener meant when they sent this in, like this frivolous spending of your neighbors and keeping up with them. Mm. Just you know, sit down with yourself. Really, put out, get out a piece of paper and a pencil. I've said this before. Write down the things that you really enjoy in life, and they don't have to be physical or they don't have to be materialistic or physical. They could be like just I enjoy vacations, right? So then, why would you buy a BMW if you'd rather go on vacation? Because you can use that money for vacations. And yes, who cares? Your neighbor gets a BMW and you're like, oh, fuck, that's a nice car. I really want one of those. But I'd much rather go on vacation. That guy's not going on vacation as much as I am. It's just a matter of that. Mm. So don't pay attention. This is bottom bottom line. It's easier said than done, I'm sure. But uh, if you you sit down with yourself and say, this is who I am and this is who I want to be and this is how I want to spend my money, then you'll do that. And nobody will be able to affect that because you've written it down and you've you've stood your ground and said, this is the kind of person I am. This is the things that I value. That's the bottom line. Is that like good? It. Yeah? Yeah. It's cool. So do um, you got anything else you want to add before we wrap things up? Um, no, I think that's pretty good. All right. Thank you. Uh, honey. <laughs> yeah, honey. Thanks, honey. <laughs> Uh, go to, uh, email us if you have any questions about this topic or any other topic about personal finance. You can go to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Uh, and if you like the show, hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to our podcast. We release one every single day. And if you really like it, leave a review. And I'm going to read a quick review. Not a quick one. A little bit long, but it's okay. From Mar786447 from the United States. And the title is 
Money, 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 money. <laughs> money. They didn't add that last one, but I. I and stuck the landing. Yeah. Wow. Five yeah. stars. I feel so grateful to have found this show at the prime of my young adult life. I recently graduated from college with a huge amount of student loan debt and more to come as I enter into graduate school within the next year or two. The show has helped me to understand my value, keyword there, and the things that are worth to me. I learned to budget with mint and even got are, my mother to Are you reading this slow because you're losing all of your caffeine-induced... I, uh... I, I just feel like this needs to be read slow. Mm. My only advice is that if this show wants to make up make it to the top, and beat out Dave Ramsey, these guys will need to drop the explicit rating. Unfortunately, we live in a society where boring and vanilla sell. Take the car example. Most people would agree that they all would love the super sexy car like the Tesla, but instead, they just settle for the boring, old, dull Toyota that's safe and dependable. You know know what I'd say to that? I I really appreciate the awesome review. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, it is great advice. However, I don't really think that I need to be like the most popular or whatever. I kind of like, you know, being a little different. Even even if it means some people will take longer to find us. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And I, I think, uh, again, I, I may be boring in vanilla cells, but I actually think that that's false. And that's coming from a marketer. Uh, I know. I love vanilla ice cream, dude. I do too. In fact, my my favorite ice cream is vanilla, right? Mm-hmm. And my favorite um, water ice, or in everyone else's case, Italian ice. Wherever you, I mean, water ice. Yeah, see, that's like an oxy. Um. So. Here's the thing. No, what's, what's your favorite? Oh, Italian lemon. Ice? Sorry, lemon flavored, like the, the God, standard. Leaving us hanging. Like yeah. That. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I was looking up something because I want to mention this. Uh, in marketing, you have to – if you want to gain a following, a loyal following in anything, you need to be polarizing. This is not something we set out to do, but it's something we've adapted, and it just and it's great because people either love us or hate us. I'm, and people like, like Dave Ramsey, who has, who has very strong convictions and very polarizing views when it comes to personal finance, has a massive audience, you know? Has a mm. ma- and it's, and it's, I would say that a majority are Christian because he, he, he implements this Christian uh, ideals into his, into his teachings, and it's fine. You know, he's polarizing. People either love him or they hate him. And mm. I don't think he's boring or vanilla. He might not curse, but he, I'm sure there's a lot of people who won't listen to him because of the Bible stuff. I mean, we were one of those people. Um, at least I was, for sure. Uh, but here's a, a quote that I put in uh, this week's email that I sent out to everybody. And it's a, uh, it's, it's a li- song lyric that it's a, so my favorite band in the world is newfound glory. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's just because I, I was a kid in high school. Like that was just one song sold me. Like I was immediately in the punk rock, like pop punk rock. Uh, and I've loved the band ever since. And they have a new album they just released. And the first song on the album is called selfless. And they have this, like f- this line, and I, I love the whole. I love the whole album, but this one song was like really, really, really cool. And Dude, one of, you're already smiling so much. Like I you're know, super I love the song. I just, I just want to know. It's not clever. It. It's not clever. It's just that I, when I heard this song, you have this I was like, smirk on. You're like, Ooh, I'm not trying to be clever. I'm just trying to fucking talk about this song lyric for a second. Give me a break. <laughs> so now I'm just gonna say and move on. 
Uh, the song lyric is, if you haven't made enemies, then you never stood for anything. You're just dust in the breeze. I'm just dust in the breeze, but I want to be a hurricane. That's cool. I like that. Oh, yeah. So give me shit about it. And then when I say it, you're like, oh, oh dude, oh, I mean, I see you over here do the freaking thing. Oh, oh, you're oh, so excited. God. You're like a... Are you having your man period? Go to listenmoneymatters.com. You're having your man period. Go to listenmoneymatters.com and check out our toolbox at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox for all the things that we've mentioned here on the show. I think we've mentioned Mint in our review. We mentioned Better Mint. Uh, we don't really mention anything else, but uh, there's a bunch of stuff in there you'll like, books that we you know, recommend. You know when this episode's going to go live, right? I don't. Uh, November 1st. Cool. Oh. Right. So if there's anyone still listening at this point, um, so, all right. So yeah, we haven't said anything up about it yet, but yes. So this is episodes going out November first, and we are part of a charity thingy. I hadn't, I had to not prepare for this, and I was supposed to write things down, and I. That's why you kind of throw me off here, but I will go for it anyway. Um, so uh, Joe from Stacking Benjamins, uh, his son is in a uh, a bike charity. They're they're actually biking across from. Austin, Texas, all the way to Anchorage, Alaska, and they're four thousand five hundred miles. Yes, the the uh, it's called te- the Texas Four Thousand, and I think it's seventy students are. No, no, it's ninety something students, seventy days. That's right, and they take like three different paths through the U.S. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the they each person is biking for people that that have cancer or had cancer or whatever, and unlike a lot of charities. That you know, maybe you donate and then they give like 60% to the actual cause because there's all this overhead. Uh, the Texas 4000, 97% of the contributions go to the actual cause, and then further, a lot of these other causes. Um, it, it might go to like you know, say drug research, but then the, the money winds up going to someone like Pfizer who probably doesn't need the money. Or does this actually go to like treatment centers and stuff like that and just really is super awesome. Joe, a good friend of ours, is his son is doing this. And so not only do we want to support it, but we want to beat Joe in his contributions because, I mean, we're, we're all better, right? Well, so here it is. It's, it's Listen Money Matters against Stacking Benjamins. Two podcasts pitted against each other to see who can raise the most money. We have a gentleman's wager going on. We right do now. have a gentleman's wager going on. And the the goal we're trying to reach is $2,500, but we want to push past that and be, just smoke Joe. We and, just want to beat the pants off of Joe. Right. So here's what you have to do. You're going to go to listenmoneymatters.com slash Texas 4000. And you're have to, and you going to be redirected to the Texas 4000 uh, page for Nick's page. That's uh, Joe's son. And you're gonna, you have to type in... Who you who you want in the ride for, and then donate the money, right? So it, the only the way that we get credit over Joe, I mean, it all goes to the charity helps right. Joe's son and and stuff like that. But um, when you say who are you riding for, you do LMM or, or listen, no, listen, listen, money matters. matters. Don't do LMM. Yeah, do listen, know. money matters. Yeah, they're they're not gonna know what LMM is. So right, listen, money matters. And then if there's anyone that that you know who may had have had cancer or something that you want him to ride for, because every day that he rides and portions of the day he will be riding for that person. So not only will you donate for an awesome cause, help us beat the pants off of Joe, and then then uh, he'll have to you know. Uh, do stuff for us, <laughs> but uh, but also like uh, you know he'll ride for 
someone. And that's a damn tough journey. It's like quite a commitment that he made. Yeah, so, so, so go to listenmoneymatters.com slash Texas4000. That's the URL. And mm-hmm. donate some money. And remember, uh, donation is a great thing. You know, it's the best nation in the world. It's tax deductible. Wait, what? What's the best nation in the world? Donation. There you go. And yes, it's tax deductible. So if you're looking to save some money in your taxes, it's a good, it's a little side bonus. You know, I think we should rename our podcast to that. Being a, fi- a donation. <laughs> yeah. Donation. Oh, D O U G H. Good morning, donation. How are you? Uh, interesting. I like it. Uh, you know, like he has the Colbert Nation. I know. We could have the Doe Nation. Yeah. No, I got. Uh, I know you're saying it's it's it's, it's play on God, words. It's so clever. Someone so steal clever. that for me. Nice. Okay. Someone do that. So uh, yeah, we wanna we wanna uh, again raise money for cancer. Also beat Joe. And you know the list of money matters audience is way better than the stacking Benjamin's audience. And if uh, you're the same person. <laughs> If you if you listen to both podcasts, you know who to donate for. Seriously. Yeah. Don't maybe come over there. <laughs> All right, so that's it guys. Thanks for hanging out with us and of course, we look forward to the next episode later Andrew. Later man. Please tell your friends about this show. Thank you.